0: welcome to your daily dose it's bob step right up to the sideshow of weird pets marvel as nick and i discuss being raised in the midst of incredible beasts like chinchillas and sheep guinea pigs and great danes to your utter amazement you'll learn that neither nick nor i were the weirdest animals raised in our homes we hope you enjoy this funky little menagerie for your mind your sister has a chinchilla as a pet she did. My
1: sister had a lot... We had a lot of weird pets growing up. We okay, up in... wait now. Let's not be judgmental about pets. Sure. What's, no, a, weird, no, no. what's a weird pet? You we, it... uh, we had ducks, mm, yeah. but we didn't raise ducks. We had ducks as pets. We had chickens. Yeah. We had poodles, which are very strange dogs. <laughs> did you but have these all at the same time? Normal. Uh, No, these were all kind of separated out. But as my sister got older, I think there was some point where... She might have thought she was going to be a a veterinarian or something along those lines. Oh, cool. And so it was a lot of different kinds of pets. And for some reason, she got into chinchillas, which are not... Really, pets. If you're not familiar with them, they are rodent-like. They're super cute, incredibly oh, yes. soft. soft, so soft, so soft. And they take dust baths. They take dust baths, which is also super <laughs> cute. I, I'm sure there's the internet is littered yeah. with pictures and gifs and video. They're like the shake and bake pet of the yeah. world. It's yeah. awesome. But the thing I remember the most about them is for some reason we had they were in their cages and we had books stored near them and they would chew on the books. Mm. And that's the biggest memory I have from this. But, you know, thinking about topics and subjects and content for what you and I talk about, I'm like, oh, this is good because I'm going back and I'm exploring some of these things Yeah. to try to figure out the why of it. Because I just accept that, you know, we moved to Ormond Beach or that my family's in Columbus, Ohio, or that my sister had chinchillas. But <laughs> I so never random. necessarily ask why. Yeah. Yeah, it seems well it seems so normal when you're going through it and then you yeah. look
0: back and you want context on it. Yeah. I'm finding that a lot lately with a lot of different situations, but I love the concept of looking back on the family pets. You know, that's my my parents were Amway parents and uh, yeah. and we had lambs. We had two lambs, nip and tuck that's what they named them we got them on easter and they were extremely sexually aggressive animals they <laughs> they they were so i mean toward each other and toward my sisters it was an they were they were both boys and they when they started to grow their horns they started to get really aggressive and start butting things and start rutting things and uh, we had to actually bring them back to the farm that we had gotten them from because we couldn't handle it were they pets though yeah we my dad built a little lean-to shed out back that was their little cote that they would live in once we moved them out of the house. They moved out there with, we had a, a Great Dane at that time, and we had a German Shepherd who we had to get rid of because the Great Dane and German Shepherd didn't get along. We had six cats uh, and six guinea pigs. Wow. Yeah, it was like a farm, kind of. Uh, but we weren't good. We, we treated pets like disposable pens. I mean, we went through them like crazy right Yeah.
1: But, um, but did, uh, did you have a favorite pet growing up? Uh, I don't remember a lot of my pets. I remember one of them was called CP because I think it was for CP30. I think that was a poodle. <laughs> CP, I remember rabbits. C3 though, uh, yeah, CP? CP30. No, it was CP. I was little <laughs> and yeah, I don't really remember a lot of pets growing up. I remember I was having a lot of them. Um, one I don't remember that I'm told about, speaking of lamb, you know, lamb is very big in uh, in Greek culture <laughs> as far know. as food goes. Uh, so Easter, my grandmother, who lived across the street from us, decided to get a lamb so she could slaughter it. For the Easter meal. She does that? She would like... She slaughtered herself? It wasn't... She did. But Mm -hmm. I don't think it was something that happened very often. Because I don't remember this. But they got it about a week before. Mm -hmm. And so my sister and I made friends with it, apparently. Now, we were really tiny. So I don't remember this much at all. But yeah. So that was kind of the (laughs) the attitude. So cruel. Where's where's the lamb? (laughs) No,
0: you're having soup. Okay. My grandmother used to let us play with lobsters on the floor before she would boil them. And then I'm like... You put them in the pot, do they feel that? No, they don't feel anything. No, no. Of course course they don't. Oh, my goodness. Oh, (laughs) see, this is the thing. Edible pets. you got to be careful if you get edible pets. Yeah, (laughs) petables.
1: Thanks for listening to Your Daily Dose. This is Nick. I'm not sure if pedibles are going to make it to the your Daily Dose merch store in the near future, so don't hold your breath on that. What I really appreciated about the chinchillas in this story were that they were conversation starters with my sister, with my mom, with my dad about some of our shared history. Why did she even get into them? How long did we even have them? I don't remember, I'm asking you this, but I should ask them. Maybe you have some inexplicable animals that lived around your house that you want to learn the history of. Maybe there's a story there you haven't considered yet or you didn't know about it. A Secret History of Pets. Sort of like The Secret Life of Pets, but not a animated movie.